Welcome to the Servative Hour, an hour of anti-conservative movement, call-in talk radio. I'm Brian Mary, host of this show, and the topic for this July 19th, 2022 is the Mind Polluters film and the candidates for Nebraska School Board campaigning with it. From flatwaterfreepress.org, although this was also on the Nebraska Examiner, first it starts with a cartoon from Jeff Cotera. A new film, The Mind Polluters, has been shown, publicly shown nearly two dozen times around Nebraska. It's been repeatedly cited at local school board meetings and heralded by current school board candidates. The spokesman for the Nebraska Department of Education, the president for the Nebraska Education Association, and local experts say the movie, which is billed as a documentary, is littered with misinformation and falsehoods. And that's Jeff Koterba, Flatwater Free Press. And the headline is, Minds Polluted. Film claims teachers are, quote, grooming students. Experts say it's filled with falsehoods. This is by Carson Vaughn from July 15th, 2022. Just after 6 p.m. on a balmy Saturday this March, Stephanie Nantkes parked her suburban outside the Civic Center in downtown Seward, opened the heavy glass doors, and walked inside. She found a few dozen others gathered in the meeting room downstairs, heads bowed in prayer. She found Kirk Penner running for re-election to the Nebraska State Board of Education. She found Jesse Bremer and Jacob Bierbaum, two local school board candidates, and she found a square-jawed man with silver hair standing near the flag, insisting the forefathers crafted America directly from the word of God. Quote, Holy crap, she thought, I'm in trouble. She found a table of fellow teachers, some retired like her, some still at it, grading essays, revising lesson plans, and organizing field trips. She greeted them with a nervous smile. Quote, This isn't going to be easy, she whispered. She hadn't come with them, but now here they were, instinctively drawn together, waiting for a new film called The Mind Polluters to begin. a film that would eventually be publicly screened by two groups, Nebraska for Founders Values and the Protect Nebraska Children Coalition, roughly two dozen times across Nebraska from Omaha to Gordon. The lights were killed. The projector turned on. Quote, Let me ask you a question. Mark Archer, the film's director and narrator, begins. He is sitting upright on a wooden stool in jeans and a tight-fitting vest, hands folded across his lap. Quote, What if I told you that your child was being not only sexually harassed, but shown pornography in an effort to groom them for sexual activity? What if they were being groomed for homosexual activity? What if they were being groomed for sex with pedophiles? He speaks slowly, softly concerned. Quote, Now here's the big question. What if I told you all these things were happening to your child in their school classroom? Nantekas watched as one speaker after another rifled accusations at the government schooling systems. At, quote, the government schooling systems. Of course, that's what they call public schools. 
and teachers like herself, she felt, who'd dedicated a lifetime to her students, while others ate popcorn and nodded along her own table, scribbled notes on the leaflets they were issued at the door. Numbers to double-check, claims to counter. Two of the retired teachers left halfway through, unable to stomach any more. Even months later, Nantekas, the mother of former ACLU of Nebraska director Danielle Conrad, struggled to articulate the depths of her bewilderment. Quote, How insane is this? she asked. There isn't one fact behind what they were saying. It was a horror film sold and wrapped in the fears of religion. She hadn't spent 40 years teaching in Nebraska public schools, earned three master's degrees, and served two terms on the Seward School Board only to be called a sexual predator, to sit idly by while this movie portrayed her life's pursuit as the work of the Antichrist. Quote, And that's the proper definition, insists author Alex Newman near the end of the film. Quote, So parents, you have an obligation as a Christian to remove those children from that school. End quote. She couldn't muffle her outrage any longer. When the film ended and Penner rose to speak, Nantekas snapped. Quote, Boo, she yelled. Boo, boo. I'll add my own boo. Boo. She knew it was a tad, quote, crazy, but she kept at it until the hosts tried and failed to usher her from the building. She dared them to call the police. They backed down. Quote, They were telling people lies about what I've loved my entire life, she said, and I will go down fighting for it. Leaders of the Nebraskans for Founders Values and the Protect Nebraska Children Coalition rejected multiple interviews requests for this story, as did current Board of Education member Penner and current board candidates Elizabeth Tegtmeyer, Tegtmeyer, we'll just go with that, Marnie Hodge, Hodgson, and Sherry Jones, all of whom have been endorsed by the PNCC, that's the Protect Nebraska Children Coalition, and participated in at least one showing of the film. Any statements, quote, any statements attributed to the PNCC or myself will be disavowed, wrote Sue Greenwald, a retired pediatrician and member of the Protect Nebraska Children's Coalition. If you would like to talk about the film, I would suggest you talk to the producers, end quote. Mark and Amber Archer, the Indiana-based husband-wife filmmaking duo who produced the film also declined to comment. Doug Brady, a candidate for the Learning Community of Douglas and Sarpy Counties Coordinating Council, did agree to comment. Brad hosted an April viewing of The Mind Polluters in Bellevue. Quote, A real eye-opener, he said, a movie that, quote, tells a lot about what's actually going on in our school districts around here. End quote. Released in November 2021, The Mind Polluters is the second feature-length film produced by the Archers and billed as an investigative documentary. The movie showcases more than a dozen speakers, including evangelical celebrities like Ken Ham, founder of the Ark Encounters in Kentucky, to allege that, quote, government schools, unquote, across the country are, quote, grooming children for sexual activity through programs like comprehensive sexual education and social-emotional learning, in addition to what they call obscene and pornographic children's books. In doing so, they claim, the government is pushing, quote, the radical homosexual agenda, preaching, quote, the secular religion, quote, rewiring children's brains, and mining, quote, untold amounts of data. 
they're doing much of it, the film insists, without, quote, parental knowledge or consent. And they're, quote, getting away with it, thanks to what it calls the, quote, fraudulent science of famed sexologist Alfred Kinsey, whom they also consider, without evidence, a pedophile. <clears throat> quote, Overcoming the natural inhibitions that children have is the goal of both the sexual predator and the sexual educator, Amber Archer says in the film. Quote, Breaking down the God-given barriers that children have towards sexual content and behavior is the key. The key to manipulation and ultimately enslavement, whether to a pedophile or to an educational curriculum that will render the child's natural defense mechanisms useless, end quote. The film doesn't feature or interview any active public school teachers, administrators, academics, or experts in public health or child psychological development. The Nebraska Department of Education and the Nebraska State Education Association, the Teachers Union, don't often see eye to eye. Both agree that the mind polluters has no basis in reality. Quote, this movie is pure propaganda, wrote NSEA President Jenny Benson in an email. Quote, I think it's detrimental to the schools, said David Jesperson, public information officer at the Nebraska Department of Education. Quote, I think it's detrimental to the teachers, and I think it's actually detrimental to society to be making these broad, baseless claims. End quote. After releasing their first film about disgraced Indiana doctor and abortion provider George Klopfer, the Archers began praying about their next steps. Amber Archer told Christian author, blogger, and podcaster Heidi St. John in April. They knew their second film would be related to pornography, but after watching an episode called, quote, Brainwashed, the radical sex agenda corrupting your kid, on conservative political commentator Glenn Beck's Blaze TV show, they further refined their focus to comprehensive sexual ed. Well, way to jump on the bandwagon there. Conservative movement bandwagon. Shortly afterward, Amber Archer explained they attended a conference called, quote, The Sexual Revolution, How We Got Here and How We Overcome end quote, in Napanee, Indiana, where they met two key voices for the film. Judith Raisman, a writer who has since died, whom the Southern Poverty Law Center called an, quote, anti-LGBT conspiracy theorist, and Rhonda Miller, president of Purple Parents for Indiana, a group that, quote, informs, advocates, and engages Hoosiers to protect children from harmful agendas saturating the education system. End quote. Quote again. And so we immediately started investigating and researching and just dispelling the myth that this grooming in public schools isn't happening because so many people that we would run into and talk to were like, quote, oh no, that's not really happening. Archer Ember said, quote, no, really, it is happening. Unlike the first film, The Mind Polluters was prohibited from release on Amazon. Amazon could not be reached for comment. And though it currently costs $24.99 to rent on Vimeo, the archers have waived all licensing fees for any partnering organization interested in screening the film. Instead, Amber Archer explained on St. John's podcast... They asked groups who show the film to solicit a, quote, love offering to support their ministry, quote, because, you know, of course, we do need funding, but we need everybody to see it, she said. No ticket sales, no licensing fee. People just need to come and gather. When we gather together, there's power in that, end quote. The Nebraskans for Founders Values, whose director, Mark Bunkowitz 
also stars in the film, and the Protect Nebraska Children Coalition began jointly screening the mind polluters in churches, libraries, and community centers statewide early this spring. Shortly after, the Board of Education voted to indefinitely postpone the state's first-ever health education standards. State and local school board candidates endorsed by the groups regularly appeared as guest speakers at these events. Paul Landau, retired political science professor at the University of Nebraska at Omaha, called the film, quote, complete nonsense offered up by sex-obsessed extremists. Still, he said, it's a tested strategy, one that political scientists often call, quote, stories of decline. Quote, you paint a dark, scary picture and then state or imply that it's going to get even worse than this, he said, and it's fairly effective if your audience is unwilling to look further into the issue. In this case, he says, the, quote, conservative Christian and far-right evangelical movements have weaponized the film to diminish, diminish the public school system in favor of private and religious schools. According to U.S. News & World Report, Nebraska currently has the ninth best public education system in the country. Despite the sponsor's equally contentious profiles, the Protect Nebraska Children Coalition is affiliated with Family Watch International, identified by the Southern Poverty Law Center as an LGBT hate group, and Nebraskans for Founders Values last August displayed a banner quoting Hitler at the York County Fair. Word of the mine polluters in Nebraska quickly spread on social media and eventually bled into local school board meetings across the state. Amanda Ripley, a nurse in Lincoln and the mother of two small children, first heard about the film from her parents in Kearney, who learned of it themselves from a Nebraska for Founders Values email blast called, quote, Minuteman Alerts. After streaming it online, Ripley addressed the Lincoln Board of Education, certain the proposed health standards would soon inch their way back into consideration. Quote, <clears throat> it would be almost... It would almost be negligent for anyone to vote yes or no on the proposed health standards without seeing this very comprehensive and well-sourced documentary, she told the school board in February. In a follow-up interview, Ripley said she hasn't personally witnessed any of the grooming activities alleged in the film. She called the teachers at her kids' public school, quote, lovely people, and said she hasn't hosted screenings of the film herself, quote, because this does seem super extreme for Lincoln, Nebraska. Quote, it does seem to paint teachers in a bad light, she said. So if I were a teacher, would I be happy with that? No. But then prove yourself. Prove that you're better and can be trusted with our kids because at the same time, there are teachers doing things that parents are not okay with. End quote. Jesperson at the Nebraska Department of Education said there's no evidence to support any of the accusations in the film. In fact, he says, Nebraska recently made international headlines when similar, quote, baseless claims were aired during a televised debate in the legislature, repeating a rumor that first spread in Nebraska from the PNCC Facebook page, Senator Bruce Bostelman of Brainerd claimed public schools were providing litter boxes to, quote, furries or children who identified as cats. Bostelman apologized hours later after, after multiple school districts discredited the rumor. And, quote, if parents truly believe something's going on, it should be investigated. We should be having conversations about it. The administration should be told, and if you think the administration is pushing it, then the Department of Education should get involved, Jesperson said. But we don't have those claims. Yep, no litter boxes for those identifying as furries in the public schools. He added that teachers are the single biggest reporters of child abuse each year in Nebraska. If parents are morally opposed to any part of the curriculum, a health class lesson plan, or even a particular book, they can typically opt their children out, he said. If they believe the material is inappropriate, they can file notice with the school board 
and the district to initiate a review. And, quote, there's a lot of great school choice in Nebraska, the Education Department spokesperson said. If parents deem the public school, school system anathema to their faith or worldview, world they're free to homeschool their children or enroll them in a parochial, parochial or private school. Quote, but we're just not aware of any of these things happening. It's the exact opposite, he said. We think teachers are doing an outstanding job in Nebraska, and we applaud them. Even as it mislees, the film may have power because in many ways the United States has transformed in the past quarter century. According to a recent Gallup poll, 7.1% of American adults now identify as LGBT, nearly twice as many as a decade ago. The number of LGBT teenagers is also rising sharply. The country's multiracial population is growing at an unprecedented rate. The percentage of white Americans is shrinking, and so too is the percentage of self-identifying Christians. Quote, Sad to say, but some people find it threatening to support suddenly recognize that we have students among us who need affirmation and support and who deserve it every bit as much as your child does, said Rita Bennett, former two-term president of the Lincoln Education Association, who opposes the documentary, quote, and that's the piece to me that's problematic. In order to support your view, I now have to marginalize a bunch of other people and to me, that's my line in the sand, end quote. Brady, the candidate for the Learning Communities Coordinating Council, agreed that things are changing, but argued that schools are pushing that change and, quote, trying to mold kids into one shape. He said he believes lessons about gender and sexuality taught in schools are often inappropriate and immoral. Any knowledge about sex shouldn't be taught in schools, he said, but rather by parents. Citing the mind polluters as evidence, he also said that schools, through lessons about consent, are teaching children that it's okay to have sex with adults. Quote, the big thing they always say is, no means no and yes means yes, Brady said. They're telling a young child that it is okay for them to give permission to have sex, even to older people, end quote. Jill Brown, a Creighton University professor who teaches the psychology of gender, testified before the legislature's education committee in support of the proposed health standards in February. After viewing the mind polluters, she said that it does a disservice to the real work of preventing sexual abuse, which numerous studies have shown can be significantly reduced when comprehensive sexual ed is taught in schools. She also called it a disservice to LGBTQ youth who are four times more likely to commit suicide than their peers. Many claims made in the film are in fact disproven by the current body of research. The film says that, quote, every cell in your body testifies to the fact that you're either male or female. According to a United Nations report, between 0.05 and 1.7% of the world's population is born with intersex traits. The film says transgenderism is the result of trauma, confusion, or whimsy, but numerous studies have shown that individuals experiencing gender dysphoria have brain structures more comparable to the gender to which they identify. The film says that children's, quote, natural aversion to sex will alone prevent abuse, but the U.S. government reports that nearly one in four girls and one in 13 boys experience sexual abuse every year. At least one aspect of the mind polluters is true, Brown said. School does rewire children's brains. It's supposed to. Quote, That's how you learn, she said. The real point is that they do not want their children using those pathways of tolerance and openness and understanding and questioning. She considers this disagreement the point of departure between those who promote the film and those who reject it. Quote, when you have a faith that is teaching you these things, the film is really powerful because it's just saying exactly what your fears are. End quote. After the Mind Polluters program in Seward was finished, Nankis and several others from her table reconvened outside the Civic Center, 
a constellation of streetlights now cutting through the darkness. They were shocked, angry. One of them, who chose to remain anonymous due to fear of personal and professional reprisal, later compared it to stepping off a roller coaster. Quote, your back is up against the wall and they have you get out and you're just wobbling around like, what just happened here? But they were also filled with conviction. Any school board candidate peddling this film and these falsehoods, they believe, is unqualified to serve the public. Many of the educators, especially those still employed by the public school, are hesitant to become the face of their opposition. But all of them, Natka said, are, quote, hellbent on damming the flow of disinformation. It's a frustration shared by the Nebraska Department of Education. Quote, People see films like this and they wonder why teachers are having a hard time right now. This definitely contributes, Jesperson said. With everything that we're asking of teachers, we should be celebrating them, not using baseless claims to bring them down. And it says, Flatwater Free Press reporter Natalia Almadari contributed to this story. And if you wanted to read that, in full, that can be found on flatwaterfreepress.org or in the Nebraska Examiner. Under the headline, Mind Polluters, film claims teachers are, quote, grooming students. Experts say it's filled with falsehoods. It's by Carson Vaughn. And those running for State Board of Education and campaigning using this film. We'll get to them in a moment. It's now 11.31 p.m. Central Daylight Time, and this is KZUM Lincoln and KZUM HD 89.3 FM, KZUM.org online. The Servative Hour is followed by The Groove Machine, a program of Christian metal rock music from midnight until 2 a.m. Wednesday morning. Anyone going to this? This was posted in response to my posting the show topic, the show topic for tonight, the Mind Polluters film and the candidates for Nebraska school boards campaigning with it. And it was posted, Anyone going to this? Empower Nebraska, based out of Tampa, Florida, and the Lancaster County Republican Party, are sponsoring an event today at the Hy-Vee 84th and Holdridge. They are calling it, quote, Parents Guide to Back to School. They will be discussing CRT, quote, controversial books, but will not share a list of these books the curriculum for sex ed, diversity, and inclusion, among other things. Their bias is going to be very conservative, and will, it will not be pro-public schools. LPS is a fantastic public school district. This is where it starts, at the local level. Moving into school boards, taking over school board meetings, having private meetings that are fundraisers for their cause, and not opening up any room for productive discussion. If one protests at the site today, I encourage you to keep it peaceful throughout, focused, doing what I can to get the word out. And then there are various hashtags there. Uh, hashtag read banned books. Hashtag I love public schools. Empower Nebraska, based out of Tampa, Florida. And sure enough, if you look on opensecrets.org, Official pack name, Empower Nebraska. Location, Tampa, Florida. Industry, Republican Conservative. Hmm. Well, I guess that's an industry. <coughs> and some of the people mentioned in the article. <coughs> Kirk Penner. Now on the Nebraska Board of Education. I have an article about him from 3newsnow.com from, from when he was appointed. <coughs> Kirk Pender appointed to Nebraska Board of Education. Critics decry views. One, and then uh, 
This is from December 27th, 2021. Lincoln, Nebraska, KMTV. Kirk Penner of Aurora was named as Governor Pete Ricketts' choice for the Nebraska State Board of Education last week. He will represent District 5 on the board, a rural district that includes Aurora, Beatrice, Seward, Wahoo, and York. But it has a tweet here from Seeing Red Nebraska, which I will read. It says, Ricketts announced that he's appointing conspiracy theory-loving anti-vaxxer and anti-everything, really, Kirk Penner of Aurora to the State Board of Ed vacancy for District 5. Some of Penner's tweets are below for your perusal. <clears throat> this is the kind of person who is going to be making decisions about the education of kids in the state. Penner's selection just shows how little the governor cares about education because this person is plainly a moron. Fill the State Board of Education with people who can't even tie their shoes because education doesn't matter here. And on, uh, then we'll reading a little bit more here. Jane Klebe, chair of the Nebraska Democratic Party, called Penner, quote, extreme. Quote, it puts an exclamation point on the reason why Democrats are nervous that Governor Ricketts and a petition out there throughout the state wants the governor to actually appoint the entire state board of education, she said. Klebe refers to tweets that show Penner, quote, Penner comparing, quote, the Holocaust to wearing masks and getting the COVID-19 COVID vaccine and pushing skepticism of the 2020 election results. And then it has some uh, tweets from Kirk Penner. Oh, from the Voter Accuracy Project. Yes, they're quite a joke. They say election integrity. What they really mean is uh, election stealing, which they're setting up to do. Quote, what we have seen the Republican Party do over the past year, make school boards and the State Board of Education very political divisive topics, Klebe said. Whether that's talking when we were simply talking about sex, health, ed, or whether that's talking about diversity curriculum, the Republicans are using this as a wedge to try to win elections. <clears throat> End quote. And seeing Red Nebraska also circulated some more of his tweets. Penner declined comment for this story. He said he is not avoiding an interview and would be willing to talk at a later time. Hmm. But I don't I didn't see him talking at any later time. And more from Klebe, quote, Nebraska is one of the few states that doesn't allow private charter schools to come in and diminish the quality of our education. If Ricketts, Penner, and the Republican Party had it their way, they would allow corporations to run our schools. If you look at his Twitter feed, it is filled with conspiracy theories. He is not somebody who I tr entrust my kids' public education to. I look forward to Democrats beating him at the ballot box when his seat is up. And I think that's all of the article. There's parts I skipped. If you want to read that in full, it can be found on uh, 3newsnow.com under the headline, Kirk Penner Appointed to Nebraska Board of Education Critics Decry Views. Here's another Kirk Penner article from uh, 3newsnow.com. <clears throat> quote, there was a lot of good. End quote. State Board of Ed rejects motion to permanently scrap health standards. New member Kirk Penner was sole vote in favor of discarding standards. Well, who needs health standards when you're a conservative? This is by John Kipper from February 4th, 2022. 
Lincoln, Nebraska, KMTV, a motion for the Nebraska Board of Education to permanently scrap the process of creating health and sex education standards was rejected by the board Friday. Uh-huh. Last year, the Nebraska Board of Education attempted to pass health and sex education standards, something the state currently does not have, and is one of the few states without them. <coughs> Those drafts had what some considered controversial material, and many conservative parents told the Board of Education loudly to scrap the standards. Let's see, we'll scroll down a bit. I'll just leave it at that. Well, maybe I'll read the last paragraph. <clears throat> Board member Deborah Neary said she heard from constituents who want guidance. Quote, our local school districts have asked for, from our staff, health standards, said Neri. I'm hearing from a lot of parents who want health education standards. Jacqueline Morrison said she campaigned on helping kids with mental health issues, something that was also in the standards, and she can't in good conscience give up on that goal. Quote, We don't need to throw away the baby with the bathwater. There was a lot of good and this, to me, it throws everything out and says, nope, we're giving up on it, said Morrison. The movement to stop the standards has organized support throughout that three people have announced campaign challenges to current sitting board members for the 2022 election. All three of the races are outside of the Omaha metro and Lincoln areas. If the standards are ever passed, it would still be up to the local school boards to implement them in their individual districts. And as far as Kirk Penner was concerned, Penner was the only board member that voted yes, and the motion died after a 7-to-1 vote leaving the health education standards in limbo. And, of course, he was voting to just uh, permanently scrap having any standards. Then from his website, kirkpenner.com, as, uh, but I believe I oppose comprehensive sex education and critical race theory. Of course he does. And for uh, news articles about Kirk, and updates as uh, Penner speaks about school board health standards and not liking them and health standards and the sex ed stir things up again at State Board of Education meeting and in first meeting Kirk Penner tries to kill proposed Nebraska health education standards and uh, anyway that's his uh, campaign website Then, uh, Ricketts-based State Board of Ed candidate builds campaign war chest. This is from April 26, 2022, from Omaha World Herald. <clears throat> Elizabeth Tiegemeyer, a candidate for the State Board of Education, has filled her campaign war chest with financial help from Governor Pete Ricketts, but a family issue involving her adult son is creating a distraction from her campaign. Teague Meyer leads all candidates for state board in fundraising, aided by $20,000 from the governor. But heading into the primary, she's asking for privacy as the family deals with allegations that her son improperly touched two women. Well, let me see what uh, that is about. From NebraskaPublicMedia.org, Governor drops Shadron student trustee appointment after students allege sexual assault in protection order hearings. 
It sounds a little more serious than how the World Herald describe it. This is by Bill Kelly. It's from April 21st, 2022. Former Governor Pete Ricketts has rescinded his appointment of Caleb Tiegemeyer as Shadron State College's student trustee. Two Shadron State students have requested the Dawes County District Judge ban Tiegemeyer from contacting them. Both women allege he sexually assaulted them. Tiegemeyer would have represented Shadron State as a non-voting member on Nebraska's State College Board of Trustees. Tiegemeyer is a sophomore from North Platte studying in the Rural Health Opportunities Program, is a prestigious pre-med program that includes a tuition waiver and provisional early acceptance at the University of Nebraska Medicine. Hmm, well, what a charmed life. Quote, the Nebraska has rescinded Mr. Tiegmeyer's appointment pending the outcome of his court hearing. Communications Director Alex Russ said in an email, he will not be appointing a replacement in the meantime. Oh, they're still hoping to get him in there. The governor's office became aware of the allegations on April 13th. Tiegmeyer's family confirmed he is the subject of a separate Title IX investigation on Shadron's campus. Tiegmeyer did not respond to multiple requests for comment. Concern about the appointment arose after the college's student newspaper reported the sophomore had been in court this spring defending himself against protective orders stemming from sexual assault allegations involving two Shadron State students. Both women asked District Court Judge Russell Hartford to, to issue protection orders barring Tiegmeyer from further contact. The judge continues to review those requests with one decision due for release May 23rd. During a hearing last week, three other women testified under oath they were subjected to unwanted sexual contact from Tiegmeyer. Caleb is the son of Elizabeth Tiegmeyer, who is campaigning to represent most of western Nebraska on the state school board. In a statement released on Monday, she said the accusations are a private family matter, but is, quote, confident the truth will prevail. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, who the uh, Governor Ricketts is giving $20,000 to to uh, help with their campaign. And uh, Protect Nebraska... It, Protect Nebraska Children is backed by an international hate group. Meet the conspiracy theorists who want to take over your school board. Oh, and if I mentioned this is a call-in show. So if there's any uh, of those people interested in public education or uh, not who would like to call in, phone number is 402-474-5086. If you'd like to be on the air and state your point of view, just call, I'll hit the button, you'll be on. All right, Protect Nebraska Children is backed by an international hate group. Meet the conspiracy theorists who want to take over your school board. Spy Janelle Kaur, October 27, 2021, on seeingrednebraska.com. Everyone is surely aware of the increasingly unhinged and violent mobs of ill-informed, angry parents storming school board meetings and losing their blank because someone might tell their kids that the discovery of America actually wasn't that cool or that gay people exist or that priests can also be predators. This is happening nationwide, and Nebraska is no exception. Recently, a group called Protect Nebraska Children popped up on Facebooks. And folks, it ain't pretty. To start with, the group is backed and presumably funded by Family Watch International, a group that is recognized as an anti-LGBTQ hate group by the SPLC, Southern Poverty Law Center. When you type the URL provided by the group, protectnebraskachildren.org, it redirects to the URL, <coughs> comprehensivesexualityeducation.org, with some backslash and then Nebraska. And if you scroll down to the bottom of the page, you will see this. And then it's got some Family Watch International, uh, Gilbert, Arizona. Okay. 
Ordinance says protecting Nebraska children has no problem advertising that they are backed and funded by an internationally recognized hate group. Don't take my word that protect Nebraska children wouldn't exist without the help of this internationally recognized hate group. Susan Greenwald will tell you herself. And then it's got a video there where uh, she's thankful for the coalition making their existence possible. Family Watch International isn't the only group backing and training this dangerous movement. Other groups supporting these, quote, angry parents <clears throat> include Turning Point USA, the Proud Boys, the 1776 Project, and Prager U. In a normal world, this small group of misinformed and brainwashed people, empowered by Christo-fascists and hate groups, would be roundly denounced and banished from school board meetings. But unfortunately, we live in this world, so they are getting private meetings with the governor. And then it's got a picture of them getting private meetings with the governor. Uh, show of hands, how many of you have been, been granted a private meeting with the governor? Hmm? Sue Greenwald is a retired doctor in Kearney, and not only is she spreading hysteria throughout middle and west Nebraska, and the Grand, Grand Island Independent is only too happy to give her and conspiracy theorist Douglas Frank a platform without fact-checking their lies. But she also appears to be head, heading the, can, quote, canvassers who are going door-to-door -door across the state asking people about their voter status. The Protect Nebraska Children Facebook group is a hellscape of racism, anti-LGBTQ vitriol, disturbing, disturbing over-parenting, some parents have demanded class plans from teachers, and the principals are providing them instead of telling them to get bent, and long-winded, nonsensical rants that I cannot bring myself to read all the way through. One of the members of the group, Steve Lucino, has a restraining order against him by LPS because of the violent threats he made at a school board meeting. In a post about the book, Not My Idea, one member suggested printing out It's Okay to Be White and leaving it inside the book. A half dozen members of the group have thrown their hat in the ring to take the place of a recently retired State Board of Education member, and Senator Steve Erdman has endorsed half of them. Local bigot Matt Innes is one of them. None of them have kids in the public school system. The Protect Nebraska Children PAC has endorsed Sherry Jones for the District 9 Board of Education seat. And then it's got uh, some more copies of their various tweets. Herbster Flunky, Deb Smith-Ports, is also a part of the group, and she seems to think that homeschooled parents should have a say about the public school curriculum. And then it's got a tweet by her indicating that. It's not just CRT and health standards that have this group in a tizzy. This is one of the many Facebook groups populated by all the same people, and they are all against the same things. Critical race theory, which is not being taught in any school, health standards, max masking, vaccines, anything they can latch on to that they feel limits their, quote, freedoms to be racist, anti-science uh, blanks. Without lumping all these different things together, they wouldn't be able to get a group big enough to fill up one of their minivans. Protect Nebraska Children has started a PAC website that is taking donations, but do not appear to be registered through the NADC. They don't, also don't appear to be registered as an organization through the Secretary of State. There's so much more to dive into here, but honestly, it is above my pay grade of $0 per hour, so I hope other local journalists will take a dive into this cesspool of conspiracy theories, white fragility, anti-gay hate, and potential violence. The cutoff to submit your name to be considered for the vacancy on the State Board of Education is this Friday, is Friday, October 29th. Let's see, was this last year or this year? I think it's probably... Go all the way to the top. Oh yeah, that would be last year. So it's too late to submit your name. Anyway, 
If you want to read that article in full, it can be found under the headline, Protect Nebraska Children is backed by an international hate group. Meet the conspiracy theorists who want to take over your school board. And I think i got time for another article here. All right. And I'll finish up with something from Wonkett. Why aren't we having any summits about taking over school boards? This is by Robin Panaccia from July 18th, 2022. From Wonkett.com. In a revelation that will shock you to your very core, former Trump Education Secretary Better Bessie DeVos has come out saying she thinks the Department of Education should be abolished entirely. Quote, I personally think the Department of Education should not exist, DeVos said this weekend at the first time ever Moms for Liberty summit in Tampa, Florida. Up oh, Tampa again. While well, there were once... While there once may have been a time when few conservatives would come right out with their opposition to the Department of Education, the right has become increasingly bold about its attacks on our education system, the Department of Education, and even the concept of public schools in general. And a lot of that is due to groups like Moms for Liberty and summits like these. Three-day convention provided training for members from across the United States on how to run for school board elections and secure conservative majorities on those boards, for the purpose of making schools just a little more racist, transphobic, and censorous. Via the Florida Phoenix, in a series of breakout sessions not open to the press, guest speakers instructed participants on how to recruit, vet, endorse, and promote conservatives as school board candidates. Other sessions focused on legal defense of parental rights over school board authority, strategic research, and ways to fight, quote, gender ideology in our schools, social and emotional learning, and restorative justice. Moms for Liberty co-founder, Tip. Tiffany Justice, who interviewed DeVos, said, quote, We love teachers here at Moms for Liberty, but she called teachers' unions a, quote, K-12 cartel. She said Moms for Liberty seeks to separate teachers from unions, which she claimed are imposing liberal politics in classrooms. DeVos wasn't the only right-wing celeb there, either. Florida Gov. Governor Ron DeSantis gave the keynote speech. Former Florida GOP Governor Rick Scott appeared on a panel talking about school safety in light of the Ovalde massacre and other school shootings, advocating for less gun control and more armed teachers. This is all horrifying, but what is scarier than the fact that they are doing this is that we are not. Conservatives have been targeting school boards since the 1980s at least, both because they want control over our education system and because they are relatively easy elections to win, often with not a lot of competition. And I think that's about all we have time for. This has been the Servative Hour. Thank you very much for listening, and good night to you all.